0: First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com Patrons. Terry, Erica, Stephanie, Susie, Diane, Barbara, Anna, Jenny, Jennifer, Karen, Mary, Kevin, Jill, Joe, Sarah, Kayla, Evelyn, Corinne, Colby. Michael, Patty, Patrick, Reginard, Nora, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like worn stories or next in fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. And of course, you will also have our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and to be able to share it with you lovely, amazing fellow fans of this wonderful show. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get to it. Honey. Daddy, hold that paper again? Yeah, wick. Lovely listeners, welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway.
1: I'm Patricia, and what's the point of wasting clothes? I'm fine with a quilted coffee cup. That's all I need.
0: <laughs> and I'm Ernez, and I've got bell hooks on my mind. <laughs>
1: mm. So
0: yeah. Um, yeah, we're recording this um, the morning or the afternoon um, of bell hooks is passing. It's December 15th. And, um yeah, I, I got the news and I just wanted to put her in my tagline because she means so much to me. and so yeah yeah um I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I have been talking about it randomly um how uh, I'm a, I'm scared of ghosts and angels like I have this phobia <laughs> where I'm afraid of ghosts and angels and um I had I was just sort of walking around the day sobbing and thinking about like you know what bell hooks is the only ghost who can haunt me if bell hooks wants to haunt me (laughs) if she wants to come back and be in the form of an angel or whatever I would welcome it gladly but all the other ghosts and and angels need you know that you can stay away do your thing even family I'm just like that would kind of freak me out but I would love bell hooks to yeah to just kind of um, stick around in some way but um, yeah just thinking about thinking about bell hooks today
1: yeah. I'm so sad and I usually go to Twitter to like mourn with the crowd and mm-hmm. and but t- I haven't even had the energy to do that today. And for me like Bell I mean I I don't think Bell, Bell Hooks I knew about Bell Hooks pretty much as soon as I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that voice has always accompanied so much of my life here. Mm-hmm. And I in fact first heard about Bell Hooks in a situation that did not involve any clothes, so mm-hmm. that's sort of like a tie-in to my kind of funny tagline. But there is a bit of a tie-in, um, and there were no coffee cups. But <laughs> all that to say that it's been like a, a constant presence, presence. Um Yeah. So what? 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 What a loss for everybody. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, an extreme loss. Um, I love assigning readings from. Um, her book which is one of my most favorite books which is called Art on My Mind where yeah. I discovered reading that that she's an artist and um, just sort of dove into that but she's so integral to my work and my practice especially around empathy and and I kind of related to her from afar because I come from a very difficult chaotic family and mm-hmm. have struggled with that and so did she, and she spoke very openly about her really fraught relationships with her parents and with her siblings, yeah. and growing up feeling strange and made to feel weird and off and yeah. wrong, and how she continued to struggle with that. And that's something that I deeply related to. And so from afar, yeah. I've um, felt this really deep connection with her in terms of the basis of my artwork. So today is very, it's a very sad day. So
1: yeah, yeah. And may I share something about um, In Our Glory?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I read that essay in undergrad. I went to, for, to, you know, I went to undergrad for photo, you know, for forty years, and I, I read that essay, and I thought, oh my gosh, um, because I did not grow up with my dad. So I remembered had very negative uh, memories of my dad, and then my parents separated, so mm-hmm. I didn't grow up with my dad. But I knew who my dad was, and he would come visit, you would fly, you know, you know, across the, the ocean and, and, and see me like once every couple of years. I knew who my dad was. But I mostly knew my dad through photographs. So mm-hmm. when Bell Hooks describes um in that essay, I, I hope I'm not mistaken, but I believe it is yeah. called in Our, Glory, in Our Glory, where Bell Hooks yeah, talks about looking at a photo of, of dad and just all the weight that the, the, those things carry and all the weight that memory Carries about family so mm-hmm. I and again for listeners who don't know me or are hearing this for the first time I don't come from a black family I didn't relate to it in that way, but just the idea of like under looking at someone through photography and when I read when I read that essay I was really blown away by that being a thing like I didn't know like it was the first piece of writing that I read where I was like oh okay so those feelings that I felt those were normal
2: things
0: Mm -hmm. you know yeah same so that's also very um, (laughs) important for me too coming from a black family and and that that essay is about the power and the importance of vernacular photography as it um in the context of a black family um you know using her family as an example yeah but thinking about how we relate to our loved ones and photographs and especially those that we have a difficult relationship with and, you know, and particularly with your father, um, same with, with my, my whole family, including my father. And so then that um, there was, there's a lot of grace and understanding in that essay um, in the midst of all of that. And so, um, you know, I, I, am w- just really I was always blown away by how honest she was. And I used her as yeah. a guide of like, how honest should I be about yeah. where I come from? Um, so I've always seen her as being very brave and just amazing. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah. Hopefully I don't cry during this podcast, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to cry now, but, well,
1: but yeah. So I think, um, it's, I think it's okay. If, if, yeah. If- one of us does, or both of us does. I think it's okay.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And since you read that, I, I just want to uh, read something from my favorite essay, which is her talking to her friend Allison Sar. And oh, it's yeah. from that It's from that book, um, Art on My Mind: Visual Politics. Mm-hmm. And it's just Bell Hooks and Allison Sar, just kind of talking about art. They're they're friends. Um, uh, they love each other, and. Um, And down below, she says, imagining as a way to be empathic, to move into worlds we have not experienced yet, have come to understand, is a way of knowing reality that is no longer valued in our culture. I found that critics and reviewers commenting on your work, being Alison Saar, don't discuss imagination. They are much more fascinated Hmm. by your family history than by the way your imagination works. And they often Mm -hmm. assume that your aesthetic vision is shaped more by family tradition and art making than by your autonomous engagement with that imaginative realm you just talked about. You identify with Mm -hmm. something and create worlds around it. It is often assumed that if we have an experience to draw on, we do not need to rely on imagination, that it just Mm -hmm. sort of comes naturally to us in some way. When I look at your artwork, I see it as coming out of a powerful imagination. I don't, I don't assume that your experiences as a black person and your use of black subject matter mean that you do not vigorously work to create. Everyone assumes that Picasso was inspired by African art, that he imaged differently. Yet your engagement with African, Native American, and other cultures conveys an active intellectual seeking for inspiring subject matter that can go unnoticed or be devalued. Your work is so dreamlike. Anyway, so that was, that's yeah. just my favorite passage from my from text. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, that was beautiful. I, I love, I love how you read things. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, and I've read that probably a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. It's so, um, integral and, and how it kind of ties into this podcast in a way is, um, Just, you know, Alice. Alice Alison, I mean, um, Alison Starr is an artist that I knew before reading that. And then after reading this conversation between her and Bell Hooks, which took place in the 90s, it opened up my eyes to seeing her in a whole different way because Bell Hooks is very passionate and um, and uh, and also is so comprehensive, inclusive, I would say. Yeah, yeah. um, uh, prolific in the things that she likes and how she speaks of them. And um, it's, it can be pop culture. It can be high art, fine art, etc. But the thing about Alison Saar in particular that I love about that passages at the time, Alison Saar was being seen as someone who was appropriating in a negative sense, appropriating yeah. folk art, because she yeah. comes from kind of like an art dynasty. Both of her parents mm-hmm. are, well-known and accomplished and educated artists. And so Alison Saar's work aesthetically takes on this uh, kind of like a rough-edged folk art look. And so because Alison Saar, you know, went to school, um, they're like, well, you know, folk art isn't learned art. It it isn't made by skilled artists who, quote-unquote skilled artists who went to, you know, to school. Um, But in in that conversation, Bell Hooks, who also grew up um, who grew up in, in rural Appalachia in Berea um, where where she passed, um, grew up around folk art. And that was one of the things that drew her to Alison Saar. And, and it's such a um, it's such an honest conversation where Alison Sar, I'm not sorry, Bella Hooks from where she's placed was able to look through the aesthetics because she was attracted to that, but also attracted to the concept and the rigor in Allison, and what Allison, um, sorry, was trying to say and create, that she wasn't bogged down by mm-hmm. it looking a little rough, or yeah. e- or trying to um, to apologize in some way, um, and and say like, oh, you know, she's pretending. Like, you no, know, she saw this as authentic, and also something to be praised, and also something to be pointed at and paid attention to, rather than oh, let's focus on you know, let's us, I mean, the art world, let's focus on Alison Saar's pedigree um, and and kind of use that to kind of gloss over what language she's using um, because it's Mm. seen as being uh, less than fine art in a way. Mm. And so that conversation is just really wonderful and how, um, you know, Bill Hooks uh, responds to so many things that happen in culture um, very seriously and a lot of things that I think um, uh, people might neglect and um, yeah, and and just sort of you know, kind of po- kind of tying it to the podcast. Like I kind of love it when <laughs> people ask, mm-hmm. "Oh, what's your podcast about?" And I'm just like Project Runway. And so those who huh. know me as an artist or as an educator, they're just like, "Huh, why Project Runway?" I'm like, "It's such a good show, you know." And yeah, it's not to be dismissed <laughs> as uh, you know, as you know, all of us are artists, but. Um, uh, you know, it, it's, it is, uh, I don't know, like, I, I kind of, I think of this as, I don't know, like, kind of like a, like alongside, not necessarily alongside something that, Alice, uh, that Bell Hooks did. But, um, you know, in, in seeing how she views the world, it's all encompassing. It's not. Um, yeah, it's very deliberate. And it's very rigorous, no matter what it is. It's a, it could be a snapshot photo of her father. Um, or it could be a very serious critical writing of a film, um, or it could be, you know, uh, it could be anything pretty much. Yeah, she just or, brings or herself a very, to her works.
1: A very valid critique of Beyonce that makes her, you know, quote, quote, canceled. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, you don't just cancel an American intellectual with exactly. the caliber of bell hooks. Excuse yes. me, but nobody, like, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yep
0: well um what we're thinking about we're thinking about her throughout this um episode and um and yeah and listeners if you have anything to share about bell hooks please let us know um y'all are really really wonderful and um uh you know we tend to mostly talk around the show um but in general if anyone else um would like to share and um and relate then feel free and how you can contact us this is how i'm going to get into this part we're on instagram <laughs> we're on facebook and gmail so in the workroom at gmail.com so
1: and actually you're making me wonder mm-hmm. i bet oh. bell hooks has written about project runway oh my god i hope so i mean how 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 could bell not i mean how could i mean oh, somewhere man. in there I bet like there's i Sun haven't
0: Watcher. read I have, to have not yet seen
1: I mean, it I mean the show is about creativity of course artists are going some artists are going to mm-hmm. be interested in that it's not a leap but yeah I don't mind
0: yeah we'll see all right I'm gonna do a google
1: and if any <laughs> oh, of no, you no, guys like, know let us know yeah I'm, I'm gonna google too I'm gonna google too I wasn't saying that to make more work for you I was just <laughs> no, thinking no. out loud and I'm gonna do I'm totally it anyway
0: because I really want to know gonna... me too Good. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this episode. Um, And we start off. Talk about. Okay. We start off. My least favorite thing. It's 6.15 a.m. in the morning. Um, But what's great is that Chantal is still here. So um, she's been saved by Christian Siriano. And everyone is happy. And uh, so are the celeries that Christina is juicing. (laughs) so Chantal is here, that pile of yeah. celeries at Project wouldn't let her juice. Um, we're back to normal. <laughs> yes. Okay. And we also have a bit of um, a check-in with Anna, who is s- still recovering from the accident um, in, uh, that we saw the previous episode. So we get to see her calling her very attractive husband. And um, apparently they've already talked about the accident. So she's mostly just kind of checking in and a little emotional. Uh, This is deep into the competition and a lot of them are talking about people they miss. So Anna misses her husband. Bones misses his dog. You know, just like, Mm. it's getting rough. And um, anyway, so, but Octavio cuts Anna's call short by yelling at her, Mommy! Mommy! And then she goes, Daddy! And he's like, let's go! So that's uh, that's how they get Anna to hang up on her husband. Anyway. Um, and then they head to the runway for their challenge. And the light's dim. And then out comes Didi doing, like, an amazing walk with a whole blanket. And all of the models come out wearing what it is deemed as sleepwear. So the designers think they're getting it. They're like, okay, all right we're going to design sleepwear. Um and apparently we're supposed to think that these look these looks are hideous according to Christian Siriano who comes and does the intro challenge. But the models to me are so good that I you know, it was even more confusing cuz I didn't really think the clothes were that bad cuz Christian was like, "Oh my god, did you like the retrospective showcasing of these this awful sleepwear that we've all been wearing in our homes during lockdown?" And I'm like, "Oh, Oh, were those supposed to be hideous? Because all the models are amazing. And they look great. Yeah. <laughs> so, Also, I don't think that's a retrospective. But, you know, we can move on from there. You know, whatever. It can't be a retrospective. We're still in it. I know, we're not. It's not, <laughs> like... not very present. So, anyway. Um, so, Christian's like, yeah, so these hideous clothes are the things that we wore during lockdown way back when during something called a pandemic but we actually liked those clothes. We felt at ease and comfortable in our own skin. Um, Mm. So get ready, y'all, to hear that phrase a lot this episode. Anyway, um, just like they've done during other uh, uh, challenges, for some reason, they're bringing up examples from... Um, very established designers so they use Vivian Hugh, Bauman to show how designers are um, making a modern version of what Christian calls effortless luxury so yeah. the official challenge is like take on luxury comfy chic for a day out on the town
1: yeah
0: yeah what were you gonna say oh
1: it, it's it just struck me as int- funny, somewhat funny, that Christian introduced this as if athleisure hasn't been a, ten- a trend for the past at least 15 years. Oh my gosh. You know? It's that's... like, oh, it's this new thing. It's a- this new thing. The designers do.
0: It's like, uh, well, no, I but know.
1: fine, fine,
0: fine. Because <laughs> I get the layer of pandemic and the layer of lockdown that they have to put on it to make it feel new, but... I, you know, I guess it's different in that no one's going to a gym or no one's pretending like they worked out in these clothes. They actually (laughs) are going from being um, accepted, like being a couch potato became accepted all of a sudden. And so then, therefore, you're going from your couch to outside, not your gym to outside,
1: maybe? Yeah, I mean... I would love to have seen something like, well, how, how has the pandemic made us think about comfort differently? Yeah. Like kind of build upon the existing trends of athleisure and, and, and and like, quote, quote, luxury comfort stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. How has the pandemic made us think about that differently? I know. Yeah. This could easily have been a challenge about recycling stuff, about reusing different ways. But but it's not, and that's fine. But it it, it just struck me as like, hmm, okay. Like, it seemed very single channel.
0: Yeah. It also seems like the designers are very confused throughout this whole explanation. And I wonder if that's a part of it, because it's like, oh, okay, they're telling us something new, but it looks familiar. But at the same time, we're referencing this very (laughs) isolated, very fraught, Um, period of time that we've all come through that has changed the way we live, the way we think and the way we feel and the way we dress and um, okay and I I also wonder if on top of that um, all of a sudden Project Runway is okay with these kinds of clothes where in the past something that is comfortable, like comfortable was a bad word Um, and so comfy chic You know, it's I. Yeah, I was also confused. I was like, wait, wait a second. Um, I would have liked a disclaimer or an acknowledgement that this used to be a no-no on the show, and now we're asking you to do something that we've told you is like dowdy or mumsy or frumpy or you know those words, and something like, hey, yeah, like a concept of a different kind of concept of like, oh, reuse or. Conserve, or I don't know, that would have that would have been like a like a futuristic kind of look to it, rather than this thing. Which, in a sense, like this is a very retrospective or retroactive kind of design concept in a way. Um, yeah, it just
1: doesn't seem very thought out. It seems yeah. very like let's throw something, let's kind of like throw throw a spin on a trend mm-hmm. and expect like a big impact, but it's it, it, the, there's not much impact there because it's the same, same stuff over and over.
0: Yep. Totally agree. You know? Um, know. So the, the rest of the challenge is that it's a one day challenge. There's no more immunity. Um, Chastity got the last one and then Prajie <laughs> nearly pushes her onto the floor. Playfully though, just shoves her so hard, <laughs> which, um, which is also something that I do when I'm really happy and um, uh, overwhelmed. So, so, cause it was clearly p- playful, but one time I shoved someone so hard that I toppled them over. So now I ask permission before I <laughs> shove someone, I let them know, like, can I shove you? Cause I'm just really happy for you right now. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so, so they have the challenge. They kind of understand it, but kind of not, you can just kind of, you can see it on their, pa- on their faces. Um, But then we go into the segment where they're sketching in the workroom, but also it's interspersed with their answers to producers during their talking heads. And the producers are asking, so what were you wearing during the pandemic? And so we see like what Octavio, Bones and Chantal were wearing while we're seeing Bones sketch some stuff out. And Octavio is just like, yeah, no, I was like, I was in Miami So I was mostly in like shorts and slides Mm. and I I was like slumming it because I barely dyed my mustache. We got to see like (laughs) Octavio's real mustache color, which is just brown.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Matches
0: everything they've worn on the show. Yeah. It's so funny. (laughs) Um, Bones just wore panties and (laughs) do rags. Which is just kind of amazing. So yeah, um, we do have, we hear from, you know, Christina, who I think has already been doing this the whole a whole entire season, um, this comfortable chic thing. Yes. And we have Anna, who is a lingerie person and is incorporating that into her work. And then we have, um, yeah, I think we then we had to move did anything else happen during this sketch thing that you that stood out? No, not not at all. All right. Um so they had to mood um swatch is up top somewhere but we we only we see like a little flying picture of swatch. Swatch is there. They get <laughs> 30 minutes to shop and $400. So, oh my goodness. Um Chas- so, Oh, yeah. So Christian gives them some things to think about, which I think further confuses the designers. He goes, Okay, so fabric choices are everything. Think about the feel, the touch. It has to be something that feels great on the body. And for Chastity, <laughs> she's like, Oh my God. Okay, for me, the comfiest fabrics are the ones that don't scratch you. Charmousse, yeah. silks, the twins, Polly, and Esther. The choices are endless. <laughs> for chasney it's like uh yeah yeah it's kind of like anything that feels good in your body and it's it's gonna be kind of hard for people but i also love that for her she would also get polly and esther together um as a suitable choice and i feel like yes that makes a lot of sense uh yeah but who else did anyone like send out to you during this mood time
1: you know i not really i mean i remember at one point i think it was anna or maybe coral who was Mm -hmm. like jumping up and down to reach something yeah which is something i do like every other day (laughs) in my life so i was like oh yeah i've never had to do that at mood but i've had to do that everywhere else Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) um so i thought that was
0: funny but um, i kind of wondered about the camera person i'm like did they get this footage and then put the camera down and then help Coral? Or did they just watch Coral just right, jump in the Right, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so we, uh, one highlight for me is that Praje is not getting paint because Praje right. is still high from the last challenge and uh, yeah. decides to just get a print that has naked women on it.
1: I was not into this. I said, "Projet, what are you thinking? You've been doing really well. You have been so intelligent. What are you thinking?
0: Picking an easy print that's not even that interesting." That's I what I thought. He's like, "Oh, are these <laughs> naked women?" Yes. I was like, "Okay, all right." Um, I know, but it, it just—it was such a strange fabric, though. I, I know the color, uh, the color, and everything. It, uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll I think we get to talk about this.
1: Um, yes we do okay
0: good yes all right so let's leave mood and let's head to the workroom they run on in and the chiron tells us they have nine hours this is a one-day challenge the last time they they got 12 hours but i think that's because the the two-day challenge was squashed into one day so they gave them three whole extra hours um, Chantal screams for her work table because Chantal, for some reason, I think the pattern is she's always screaming at someone on the way into the workroom. Yeah. And then we get Praje's answer to, what did you wear during the pandemic? He's just like, "Uh, I was mostly naked. Um, mm. I was, you know, doing stuff like Patricia. Like, why clothes?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> that That's where my quote is from. I'm, I'm directly, I made a mashup of like, a Proje quote and an object from the show. Yeah. <laughs> that's what my tagline was about. It's yeah. like, why waste clothes? Why?
0: <laughs> I, I thought, yeah, why? I think, yeah, if, if you think so highly of clothes. And I clocked Proje's hat. I'm wondering. It looks very familiar to our milliner from the accessories episode. And I wonder if oh, it is that hat. It's the same. All huh. right. Um, so... We get a little from Octavio, who was very frustrating this episode for me. So, Octavio's doing like comfy chic and doing this thing that's, oh, menswear is women'swear. Because I feel like, you know, for women, you know, the, the most comfiest thing they would do is where they're like an oversized item belonging to the man that they're with. And I'm like, oh, how innovative. Yeah. And so underneath, he's like, "Oh, I'm also thinking about what underneath stockings and a garter belt." I'm like, "Not comfortable." So yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know of anybody who told me they were like wearing that during like the pandemic.
0: Mm-mm. And you know, what about people who just wear their own clothes, <laughs> especially women, like. Yeah, we're just we're just wearing we just wear their their own clothes. Um okay. So Christian comes in and goes to Chantal first, who is the Seriano saved. And we see that Chantal is using her fabric from home. And this is the most information we've got about this new thing that they're able to do, which I'm also wondering is a pandemic um it was which is a new thing that added because of the pandemic. And she's got this desert motif going on. It's multicolored. Um uh and it and there's six yards. So they were allowed to bring six yards of fabric from home. And she brought this that um I think she designed herself and was inspired by um by home. But she's um God, she's gonna make wrapped pants. With a bunch of buttons and a long sleeve jacket. That's that's what she's going to make. I was worried about this print. Um, yeah,
1: me too. Me too. It's so busy. And the color palette is really odd.
0: I know. Um, yeah. So thinking about the color palette. So it, there is like desert. So there's some brown. It's wavy. Um, and there also is like red. And, and this. I don't want to call it sick blue, but it's the kind of blue that that kind of makes me a little nauseous looking at it. It's not, a, it's not like a dedicated blue. And even the brown is sort of like a, it's got some mustard in it or, yeah. or yellow in there somewhere. You know, I, I thought it looked like a
1: 1970s, like kids room wallpaper.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very, no, very seventies.
1: Like it didn't seem Chantal to me, but you know what? We're still getting to know Chantal. Um, or at least I am. Um, so I was like, okay,
0: looks really busy, but okay. I know. Yeah. Same. Uh, because then we head over to Christina, who's also working with prints that I do not like. And Chastity says something about this later where she's like, you know what? Christina goes into mood. She chooses fabrics that nobody else will pick and Mm. puts them together. And I, I totally agree because she's got a lot of blues that she's combining together already printed, already pinned onto the mannequin and mm-hmm. um, you know, and there's here's something else that we're learning about Christina is that I think she really likes or I should say I'm learning, she really likes accessories and mm. joke accessories too I think Christina is hilarious um, yes. she's she's going to make a quilted coffee cup for her model because she's like yeah you know um you're on your couch and then once you go to the party you need something that's gonna carry your coffee cup you know like, like a, a cocktail, cocktail. drink to go. Like a coffee cocktail <laughs> <laughs> to go to the club um I mean to go to the party at night um yeah it's like yeah you know just bring your caffeine
1: <laughs> yeah I mean it's very echo like I'm ready for my refill mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm.
0: yes yes
1: I like that aspect.
0: Um, next, we have Octavio talking to Christian, and we and Octavio has also brought um, fabric from home, and it's this black quilted fabric um, that has like Beautiful. a white trim on it. It's gorgeous. It's looks yeah. very comfortable. It doesn't look like a comfort at all. It it's really it's a really nice piece of fabric. But Octavio is set on using this brocade, a silver brocade that um from mood as a sweatshirt and christian is trying to talk Octavio out of using the brocade like oh look at this quilted fabric from home oh this is nice yeah it's cozy yeah but like i think octavio doesn't like it because it looks too basic
1: too plain yeah yeah i mean octavio it really does make a point of saying, look, if I'm going to make a plain thing, I don't want to pick a plain fabric to do a plain thing. Yeah. Great. But I'm not sure if this brocade texture is going to jazz
0: up a sweatshirt. I agree. I agree. Because I w- Okay. Because I was thinking, I'm like, oh man, maybe, which is also why I'm like, maybe they were, this is a confusing challenge. I think that Octavio w- would have gotten away with using a plain fabric for a plain sweatshirt for okay. this challenge, but no one knows this now, you know, you know, at this part, they don't know that yet, but Octavio yeah. could probably have done that, but I don't blame, I don't blame him for doing the, the LeMay, but as you pointed out, I do blame Octavio for making a sweatshirt.
1: Yes. Why a sweatshirt? <laughs> also, okay. This idea of the sweatshirt dress, Look, I already bought, like, some version of that on eBay like, um, before I went to grad school. So over 10 years ago, mm-hmm. like, it's not it's not a pandemic thing. Not mm-hmm. that it has to be, like, a specific pandemic thing, but it's just not the first time that, like, okay, just to, to make an example, that skater culture has been referenced in mainstream fashion, yeah. right? So before the pandemic, these kinds of like sweatshirt and Iraqi things came from other subcultures. And I'm just going to say skater culture, because that's like one I think of specifically, Um, like oversized hoodie things, oversized sweatshirt things Mm -hmm. like we've had this around. Right. So um, I think the pandemic. I hope I'm not getting ahead of myself, but the pandemic made us want that in cashmere. When I say us, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want that in cashmere, but it was like amping that up to a different material yes, ra- yeah. rather than a flashy thing, yeah. right? So yeah. I think right off the bat, I think Octavio was starting off to a tricky Octavia's on a tricky cliff with this fabric.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. In my,
1: in my, in big, in big heels, right? Tricky cliff on big heels. Mm -hmm. This is the Octavia we love, but I don't want Octavia to
0: fall. Mm -hmm. Yep. (sighs) So, um, moving on with Christian from Octavia, who's just like "Mm," sticking with this shiny fabric. Anna is also got, also has some kind of shiny fabric. So Anna's committed to a silver silk that and that's the only well silver and lace the silk so, the silver silk ugh. the silver silk and lace are mm-hmm. the only fabrics that um, that she got from Mood and it doesn't seem to be an issue at all I think Christian's just like you just have to finish everything so well this is yeah you have to just finish it beautifully and, and that's that's a, like the gist of the drama there essentially
1: yeah I I was surprised by that because I thought wait when has Anna finished something not well enough exactly. I mean, Anna has been I, I was sort of like what yep. like why are you suddenly putting doubt into the head of someone who either way just had an accident and number mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. has consistently proved themselves throughout so far yeah I was like Christian what are you doing but hey <laughs> I know like maybe it was meant to be motivational
0: you know, and um, I, and also there's something that I've noticed about Christian and the designers is that when Christian does things like that, it no longer derails them. Like, he'll come good. in and he'll go like, is it fabulous? And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's fabulous. Is it perfect? And they go, no, it's not perfect yet, but I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, Okay. Because I feel like they've learned how he communicates. Just like, oh my god, yeah. is it amazing? And they're like, well, it's not amazing yet. And so then I'm blah blah. blah. It's not just like, oh my god, Christian Serrano hates my thing. Oh my god, Christian Serrano told me to finish everything uh, impeccably. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I think they're right. fine. Um, Good. Yes. Um, and so then then next we have, oh, we get in we get into a little bit about chastity. But it's by way of Christina, because Christina, if we all remember, made a previous oh, yeah. outfit inspired by Chastity, which I thought was so, so fucking funny, so hilarious. Um, And I think that was the first time she made sleepwear on the show. And so she's inspired by Chastity again and tells Chastity, she's like, oh, my God, like, I love this. I'm an inspiration for another Christine piece. But we hear from Chastity saying that of how, how, um, not what she wore during the pandemic, but how the pandemic um, affected her. Um, I would have wanted to know what Chastity wore during the pandemic um, in particular, because she's my favorite in terms of outfits on runway day. Um, But anyway, but we we were, were reminded that she does bridal. Um, but we also learned that her armpits start to itch whenever Christian Siriano comes over to talk to her. Oh. So, <laughs> so, and um, so, so she tells Christian her um, about her design and she and so she's making these, this outfit that's inspired by our um, young R and B artists like Janae, Aiko, SZA and her, and she's making a harem pant. Yeah so excited you know i
1: like those kind of pants
0: i know you do i know you love those kinds of pants i want them (laughs) i want them too um yeah yeah all right next we have zayden and zayden's just playing with some silhouettes but zayden also is speaking very quickly to a point where there's there's like this deer in headlights but yet locked focus look in his eyes and um christian says something like Okay, I see that this knit you're doing could be a really cool shape. You're making a dress now, but I don't think this is a dress or a skirt. And then Zayden's mm. face, like laser beams, over to him, like, "Bitch, what? That's that's just <laughs> what I read." And Christian's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, but listen, it's gonna be amazing and fantastic, no matter what, right?" And then, but that look never leaves Zayden's face, and I, I don't know. I don't know if you noticed that. Well,
1: I, I I did notice that Zayden seemed I don't want to say confused, but sort of I think Zayden was catching on to some contradictions that were that Christian was bringing. Hmm. Um which can be confusing. Contradictions sometimes can be confusing especially when it's about your own world. Yeah. Right. So I I thought that Christian did try to say, hey, remember that jacket you made? Mm -hmm. That thing? Yeah, do something like that. That was relaxed. That was casual. All of those textures were working together and then pointed to this gray thing and said, "Uh, I don't know about this. I thought that was a fair assessment on Christian's behalf, but not as well as not well articulated for somebody's design language. So I think because yeah. I remember being like, "Wait, Christian, you just contradicted yourself." Like, so I wonder if Zayden yeah. was thinking the same
0: thing. I, I and I, I I caught that too, and I wondered if it was because um, Zayden kind of shot that look at Christian, and so I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I totally see how that's that's confusing. So, um, all right. Well, after Zayden, Coral comes over to kind of check in. Because after their group challenge, Coral and Zayden are best friends, which is so wonderful. So I really like that. Just like, oh, how did your crit with Christian go? And this kind of debrief and talk about it. So so we kind of have that. And then it also leads us into Coral, who's next. And I just think Coral cracks me up in ways that I don't, you know, I know she doesn't mean to be funny, but in my notes, the way she talks about her, challenges around whenever they do like a dress down or a casual challenge he's just like oh like I don't make this this is not yeah. I'm no I'm very luxurious I no I'm 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 very evening wear so I wrote in my notes it's kind of like ew well, like what is this what
1: are these no, you, know, <laughs> you know what it is I think that Coral is doing what the market and I like, this is something I actually feel very qualified saying because of mm-hmm. my previous role. Like, that's what the market became about 20 years ago is that people stopped spending a lot of money on, like, big, on expensive basics and mm-hmm. started spending money on things that were worth the money. So I think that Coral is like, I can buy this at H&M. Why would I want to design something that I can... Like, I don't design for h H&M. and I do yes. other types of things, right? Yeah. So I think it's great to have that vision and know like what your strength is and what your vision is but I think you know it's a show it has all these challenges so I think then how for me the fun is in seeing how someone like Coral who mm-hmm. doesn't do like street or casual does approach that with the strengths in their design toolbox so right
0: I thought oh, no go ahead I don't want to cut you off Mm-mm,
1: no that's it that's it well well
0: yeah because well when you started saying that because I thought that she was actually making some smart decisions in how she chose Mm. her fabric, because even though um, I disagreed with her fabric choices in a way, I I just thought she, so she chose very sparkly shiny glittery fabrics that are more akin to evening wear, but she's making it into like a more comfortable and actually like a comfortable luxurious look, almost like, her what she would use for an evening wear dress and she's making something more comfortable at it, out of it and, and kind of playing around with that when Christian comes by and I thought yeah I think this is a really this makes sense why she would approach the challenge this way
1: Yeah, yeah and I also think that this fabric of like sparkly sequins that's how a lot of us that's what a lot of us gravitated to during the pandemic yeah i mean ebay wouldn't stop at like you know algorithmically delivering to me photos and items for sale of like those pillows that are made with sequins and you swipe them one way they're (laughs) one color and you swipe them the other way and they're another color very rewarding but like but like i i'm like why why this
0: why this so you were like shiny 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 give me shiny. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, which is like my my normal mode anyway, but I thought I think people want like happier things, looser things, more comfortable things, but also mm-hmm. sparkly funner things.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So it didn't seem out of line
0: same because um, what she was playing around with was um like one of the stiffer fabrics that actually was like the least shiny fabric that she had chosen from mood. and um but I thought, yeah, no, maybe you switch up the fabric, but even in terms of the choices, it, it's still yeah, it makes it makes sense. Um, yeah, to go towards that shiny, glittery. Okay, next we have Aaron, who I guess did what is expected. Aaron went mm-hmm. straight to cashmere at Mood, and I, I think only right. bought very high end um, uh, fabrics and spent most of his budget on cashmere. The cashmere that's ninety dollars a yard at Mood. I don't oh know where gosh. this is. I I don't think I've been that deep into Mood because I have no need to spend ninety dollars a yard on anything. On anything. <laughs> yeah. mean, oh my god! But it's yeah, there, unless
1: yeah, unless it's gonna guarantee my life in space. Like I don't know what <laughs> that would be for.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> but I thought, holy shit, that's a good move. Um. I, I, you know, I would have, Oh God. Yeah. There's this wool in mood. I I still think about it to this day. I don't think I've ever seen wool that looks like that. It wasn't cashmere or anything. It was just like the nicest wool I've ever. So expensive anyway. So stuff like that. Like I feel like that's sort of in the brief Mm. and and um, I thought it like a really smart choice.
1: It sounds like nice Merino,
0: Mm. like a Merino wool. Yeah actually kind of, like, naturally shiny. I don't know what was going on with that wool. Anyway, all right. So, okay, so Christian announces to the room, like, hey, guys, it's time for a model fitting. But first, let's chat. Sit around. Gather around, guys. Grab a stool. And he goes, you know, actually, I don't have your models, but I have a special surprise. And in walks, (laughs) dun-dun-dun, Cindy Lauper and project runway season 19 winner jeffrey mack Uh, yeah yeah yeah. okay so season season
1: 18
0: oh my god season 18 oh my gosh this is season 19 whoops yes yes Yes.
1: it's
0: okay it's okay
1: (laughs) okay just to
0: not confuse listeners like that's all yeah um yeah i mean what a moment I mean, it's just like I I you know, this I don't know if we've had any return um icons on Project Runway. I wanna know. Besides Tim Gunn, you know, but in terms of like, you know, someone walking into a room and everyone is freaking floored, everyone's jaws on the ground. Last year that was Cindy Lauper's episode. And there was a whole episode dedicated to dressing her. And um yeah. and Jeffrey won that episode and start and kind of reminds us about that being a turning point. Um and because he does like a little intro and a recap about himself. Uh we were also reminded why none of us put Jeffrey on our brackets last season. Um because he, you know, he's you know, after the Cindy Lauper challenge, he got a lot more confident. And so they show that um footage of that um episode because it meant a lot to him. And he was the most beat magenta we've ever seen him. Um, although he still beat magenta. You know, he's telling the designers like, guys, like, you know, just stay off your heads. And um, I am like, Jeffrey, you still look like you're in your head. He just still got this like high end Jeffrey, constantly magenta energy. And I'm just like, it's very endearing now. Um, and I understand that that's just, you know, his his baseline. But I was really worried about him. last uh, last season yeah we all were
1: (laughs) I mean you know I I, I just want to say that this is what I I really love this whole segment and I wished Project Runway would do more of this which is (sighs) to fold good things from the show back into the show
0: okay can you talk about that
1: (sighs) oh I don't know what else to say but well, it was just such, okay. okay yeah. because precisely because of what you said because um this challenge w- was meaningful for Jeffrey mm-hmm. was transform was pivotal right um and Cindy Lauper, who by the way was one of the best guest judges we've had oh, yeah. somebody who used oh, to make their own clothes somebody in control of their image someone who understands a lot of these things and the con- and so they had they met they worked together this was a very good professional experience right the show enabled like two professionals to invest in each other like that and now they're coming back to sort of inspire the next round so yeah I really liked that I thought that was really great television Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's the kind of boring television I love I mean yeah (laughs) that's it I think (laughs) no no go ahead go ahead Well, well it was just You get to hear from, yes, it's like a bit, oh, the CFDA thing was wonderful. Yes, great. It's sort of like a little mentorship within mentorship. And I wonder if this would have been chosen if him had been on the show. Mm -hmm. I wonder if because we have a superstar uh, like Cristiano, I'm I'm sorry, um, Christian Siriano superstar as the sort of host Mm -hmm. in the sort of mentor role, but not really, that to have this like mentor moment um yeah I want to see more of that like I want one of that on every challenge (laughs)
0: yeah it kind of reminds me of the time they brought Chris March back because while you're while you're talking I'm like wow it's kind of like lightning struck for season 18 where the winner also won this very pivotal or you know or there was so much meaning to this the winner um, uh, with this pivotal challenge where it wasn't just a challenge, it was Cynthia Lopper and someone who meant so much to him and someone who, um, you know, they continue to have a relationship with and he goes on to win the show. And so then they're able to bring them yeah. both back and make sense. Um, and it also, this is a low key nod to a commercial because this segment was sponsored by um, a pharmaceutical company. <laughs> Um, oh yeah oh god how did i miss that i know it's great you missed it it's good I it's did. good that you missed that um no it's not it's well, terrible oh I, is I... it because i well it wasn't as heavy-handed so i thought like okay good no one it, it's not as gross right so wait what was the pharmaceutical thing um it was it's a an ointment or some type of medication to treat psoriasis because oh because cindy Lauper has cindy psoriasis
1: and and I think
0: she's a spokesperson for yes. that company. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, oh, I missed that. So I and I, I I I think personally that's good, but mm. since I've seen the commercial and um, and I paid attention to you know the, there's a t- the tagline is, um, feel comfortable in your own skin, and that's why they kept repeating oh. that throughout the show. Comfortable in your own skin is a tagline for that drug wow and Good so yeah so after this segment i think there is like a talk back between cindy lopper and jeffrey mack about her experiences with psoriasis and kind of like low-key it's just because cindy lopper is the spokesperson that i'm okay with it um but yeah. also like i suffer from <laughs> bouts of eczema and mm. i'm just like i can't use that um drug but but the way she talks about psoriasis i you know i I'm, I'm i can very much relate to how painful it is and how um disruptive it is to your life and so i'm just yeah. like and i and i think there's a little bit, there's a lot of authenticity into why she's um the spokesperson for that drug but also i love that it went really subtly through the episode it wasn't just like hey guys you know yo play is sponsoring this let's eat some yo play yeah. talk about yo you know stuff like that yeah
1: I don't know I mean I almost now. I you know nobody likes to feel like somebody was um it feels kind of like uh what's the word I'm looking for not disingenuous mm-hmm. yes it's authentic to the whole thing but yeah as viewers like wh- why not I-, I don't know yeah why not just be like direct about it as opposed to sort of have this like sneaky thing mm-hmm. right that's a little weird to me yeah I mean um,
0: yeah I mean because I also I, yeah I think I I like that it didn't derail the show because um, the way they've done it in the past especially on Lifetime I feel like it makes it even more confusing to the challenge mm. and so at least this made sense in terms of integrating someone who's a fashion icon and yeah. associated with last season that yeah you missed it so you know it was so subtle yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything stand out, um, in in their interactions? Um, oh, oh my gosh, sorry, I'm talking so much. But yeah. <laughs> one of the things that did stand no. out for me is when <laughs> they walked over to Bones. <laughs> And Bones, so okay, so Cindy Lauper and Jeffrey are doing the um like the critiques, kind of like going around. They walk up to Bones and Bones is like, Oh my god, Cindy Lauper, I'm freaking out. And she goes, Yeah, 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 I know. I'm famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and she just goes in and they they talk shit about his his outfit because he's got this crazy print on the bottom. Um, he's using pinks. So he's got this blush, very bones-ish kind of draped top. And then this really, really bold pattern on the bottom. And they both go like this this looks like two different designers made this. And he's like, Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll rethink it. I'll rethink it. Um, but yeah, did did you have any favorite interactions here?
1: No, I mean, to be honest, all of them are my favorite because I liked (laughs) how they talked to everybody. I did like actually how Jeffrey Talk to Octavio by yes. saying, "Hey, hey, no, that's you talking yourself out of trusting mm-hmm. your first idea. Don't do that."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, you know, all of those things w- I, I enjoyed so much, but mm-hmm. nothing that any of the contestants really stood out. I mean, I, I once again, I thought I, I've been talking about how much I appreciate Bones, how Bones conduct themselves,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and this was another example where Bones listens very gracefully Mm -hmm. absorbs so I also did not like what bones was making I was like what are you Mm -mm. thinking what's happening with all these things like nothing's making sense here but I thought okay like bones is listening so I know that change will happen
0: yeah (laughs) totally um because
1: I think bones is actually a really good listener
0: yeah I agree and I also think chastity is a good listener too and oh, yeah, oh yeah. So, um, uh, Jeffrey comes over um, and Jeffrey is reunited with Dee Dee. He's like, oh, you have Dee Dee, amazing. <laughs> oh, Dee Dee. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so Sin- and Cindy Whopper says, like, I noticed this outfit as soon as I walked into the room, it just stood out. Oh, God. And of course, like Chas is like, ah, crap. So, anyway, but um, Jeffrey points at um, a, um, the waistband. So, there's something happening around the waist. and Chastity's got these harem pants on. Jeffrey goes, you have to interface the hell out of that. And so Mm -hmm. in Talking Head, what I really appreciate is that the producers asked Chastity to to explain what interfacing is. And yeah, yeah, and interfacing essentially is like a backing to the fabric to add more stiffness and structure. And we see later when they're kind of like, you know, when Cindy Lauper and Jeffrey leave, um, I think it's Project asks, or Bones asks, like, Chassie, what are you doing? She goes, I'm double interfacing this. <laughs> and so um, and I think that was really wonderfully constructive feedback because it's like it, it's, because Jeffrey's like, it's finished, but it's not. It doesn't look like tight. Like, this needs to look crisp and finished and you need to mm. interface the hell out of it.
1: So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was good.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah all right so um greg oh my god why am i saying gregory jeffrey and cindy say goodbye cindy's like i'll be thinking of you Hmm. i need to get her accent down because i i really love her accent but she's like i'll be thinking of you and that also i didn't like (laughs) that because that meant that she was not going to be a judge so right right i I know i thought that too yeah and you know
1: i spent i spent so much of my life thinking that um, Cindy Lauper was Australian, but she's actually from from Queens.
0: Yeah, she's New York. Had, she's a New Yorker.
1: I had no idea. I had no idea until like five years ago or something. I know.
0: I, know. Um, I, always I always thought, thought that so she was fun. like from Europe or something. There's something about, or maybe like she has like a, for me, I guess a stereotypical like club Europe vibe. Yeah.
1: Well, that's that's certainly something that, um, that's some that's definitely an environment that where cindy is very beloved
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so they leave everyone um bones is uh rethinking the, that whole look and does this wonderful thing where so i think bones is just kind of like, um, walking around the workroom holding out the scrap of fabric that is left because um you know with all of I, I have a feeling bones spent a lot of money on that Charmous, and so there's not a lot of it left yeah. and so um there's a little bit of stress around how do i rethink this look and it doesn't really fit the model um and chastity is like oh so if the pants are too tight if you, you don't have to scrap the whole look what i would do is i like to put in a t- tuxedo stripe and proje also kind of steps in and suggests cutting the back and adding a panel um t- just f- for some room so that Bones doesn't have to use all of, or every single inch of the remaining fabric that's left. Yeah. Um, I really
1: liked how people jumped up to help Bones. Yeah. I was really happy
0: to see that. Cause, cause Project was like, Bones, what are you doing? like, mm, I'm just breaking the seam. I'm ripping the seam. Just, you know, spending a lot of time on this one day challenge, ripping the seam. <laughs> Project's like, no, 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 nope, no, no. Yeah. Here's how else to do this. So yeah. Um, so we get to the end of the day the designers go home and pretty much just pass out. And yeah. um you know there's like a wonderful moment where we learn a little bit about Christina who writes physical letters to her parents. Me. And then we get these really adorable pictures that some of them look hand colored <laughs> of her growing up and of her parents and stuff. Um and how much she misses them. So um all right. Nice. Uh, all right. Ready for uh the next day? <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Um. So the next morning, we wake up in the apartment, and um everyone is tired. They're trying to keep each other encouraged. Octavia's like, I've got to. I can't let this competition get to me. I've got to just, mm-hmm. you know, keep it going. Um. And then we head back to the workroom for the end of the day, kind of rush before the runway. Anything to say about this time before we go onto the runway? I don't think so. No. Yeah, I don't have much either. Um, and and what I really appreciate about this episode is that we got so much of the process and the design with Christian checking in with the designers and also Cindy Lauper yeah. and and Jeffrey. So I feel like um, you kind of know what they're up to. All right. Yeah. So let's head to the runway and listeners this is where i will prompt you to check your show notes click on the link to get the cheat sheet and you can follow along with us in runway order all right so um we get to the runway and we have um all of our normies we have elaine welteroff brendan maxwell is back um Mm -hmm. no billy porter um no matter how much you guys all wanted billy porter to be here every day oh my gosh billy's busy yeah (laughs) billy's busy (laughs) Mm -hmm. so um so we have nina garcia too who is our i call because they split up this judging thing nina garcia is our top of the runway judge and then i think we have elaine and brandon kind of splitting up later but she introduces introduces our guest judge who is designer um, and founding member of the CFDA Sustainability Committee, Maria Cornejo. So, um, who I love. Oh my gosh! I'm so glad you know about her because I was like, I don't know. Oh who my god! This woman is. <laughs> know about this person? Are you kidding? This Please is like tell my us.
1: number, my number one eBay eBay troll. Oh like, my god!
0: Like... I'm running No, her wait. Name let me
1: wait. Maybe that's troll. not like the maybe troll is not. What I mean is, well, I troll for those clothes yes, on eBay. I, that's I mean my number I get one. I what you mean search on ebay is for these clothes because but it's really hard because when you find clothes by maria corneo they're either more expensive than they are when they were first released Mm -hmm. or they are affordable but they have stains or Mm -hmm. they or or they're completely fake right so um yeah it's it's I don't own anything by this designer as of yet, <laughs> wow. but that doesn't mean I won't give up. Um, That doesn't mean I will give up.
0: I love that you have Dries Van Norton clothes, but yes. Maria Cornejo is more difficult to get. Okay. I'm making it. A is, well,
1: so, so here's the thing. You can find Dries very, very cheaply if it's cotton, mm-hmm. right? So, really expensive Dries. Uh, by the way, it's all expensive, but. Yeah no matter if you get at a retailer or a secondhand retailer like eBay, it's the hand embroidered stuff Mm. that takes a lot of work that is always out of reach, right? I have a cotton button down. It it does have sequins. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, But because I'm a petite-sized person, sometimes it's easy to find things at a cheaper price because I'm a petite-sized person, right? Mm -hmm. So and even though I wear anything from like a zero to an eight, depending on the fit, um, like sometimes those hard to find sizes are cheaper because yeah. there's fewer people to, to buy them. So I luck out sometime. That is how I looked out with Dries. I had my eye on that shirt for a long time and then they lowered the price and I was like, okay, <laughs> jumping on, you know,
0: but That's great.
1: yeah, but I have like one, one, one summer navy cotton okay shirt. Yeah. You know. The the silk is way more expensive and the embroidered silk even more. And then all the other applique things just get more and more
0: expensive. Yeah. But oh gosh. I love
1: it's this. not a dress. It's not a coat. You know, it's just a button down. Yeah. But still <laughs> very nice. nice. It's very nice. It's very nice. <laughs>
0: all right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right. So um all right. So let's get to the runway. And our first designer is Chastity modeled by Dee, Dee. and um yeah i mean what we could do is uh, let's let's talk about it mm. i want to hear you talk about it all right so i am so glad that um she double interfaced this and um and i think i have to say like i i really enjoyed this runway i i feel like some of the some of it I mean, it was a confusing runway, but I, 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 actually really did like that. I so we will see this outfit without the, um, um, the over jacket. Um, and I thought the way that she cut it was really nice. Um, mm-hmm. and what I thought was really kind of interesting is that, um, one of the critiques about it is that not everyone can wear this. But I'm like, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think this is a very Um, wearable outfit for many different sizes Um, it's a it's essentially a crop top and some big old pants and the um, the waistband kind of gives you a fanny pack vibe without it being a fanny pack which i really appreciate Mm -hmm. um i and chastity really liked these shoes and i think that brought it down in terms of the luxe feel it made it more street um but i would have liked to have seen it in different shoes but I, I really like this look a lot.
1: What what shoes do you think belong here?
0: Oh, man. I was thinking of, like, some really casual booties or even oh, sandals. Or, you know, because kind of thinking about the weather, you know, it's winter right now. Um, but right, definitely right. sandals would have been nice. Um, it didn't have to be tennis shoes. So.
1: Right, right. Yeah. You know, I disagree with you on the shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I think it would work with booties, and I think it would work with sandals. Yeah. I yeah. absolutely, I think it, this outfit would work with everything you said. Uh, in terms of the challenge, though, that's where mm-hmm. I differ from you, because I think in terms of the challenge, and in terms of like a pandemic-related challenge, I think the white shoe is very apropos. It's very of the mm, moment. It's yes. very like candy dressing cliche, but hey, that's yeah. what people have been doing. Totally. So I okay, so this is the first outfit that Chastity has done that I've been really wild about. Oh, <laughs> really? Yes, because in the past I've been like, oh, it's dressy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh. actually, Chastity has done one thing that I, I liked. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Uh, I forget what it was. I don't think it was that blue dress. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one thing that I liked, and I was like, oh, maybe I will like this designer because I initially you know, pick chastity, like, oh, I'm going to, this person's skilled. Yeah. I, I, I want to root for this person. They have yes. a good attitude. Like, this is the person I want to, like, you know, you know, root for all season. Yeah, yeah. But I, the first thing, I don't really like bridal things, you know, mm-hmm. that was all the portfolio we were given. And I was like, oh, so this outfit, I'm like, wow. And this is a very, this is like such early Maria Corneo. Mm vibe interesting also like especially especially the pants yeah especially the pants and you know I'll, I'll get more into it in the judging but yeah. I love this look I think in the trainers I didn't, by the way I didn't like the trainers either but I think for the moment for pandemic comfort I thought it made sense
0: yeah yeah I agree um I, yeah I, I, honestly that's the only thing that I would change about this <laughs> are <laughs> the shoes. Yeah. But um even in the white, like I think it's cr- it's great that a bridal designer or, or a designer that is known for white made this outfit in white. I feel like that yeah, made it true. luxurious. It's in this it's a simple fabric in that sense yeah. that it's white. It's not shiny, it doesn't have a print on it. It's just it's white. So I I thought that yeah. was amazing to do.
1: And it was just so well executed in a way that I totally believe that chastity is capable of like yeah totally that's chastity like perfect execution
0: yep you know um all right so next we have chantal who made this outfit out of the fabric that she brought from home a lot of buttons on this a A lot of buttons why i mean what are those buttons for what are they for?
1: What are they doing? Where are the buttons going? Mm-hmm. You know, I I thought that, <laughs> this was so messy. Where are the buttons going? Like, where are you taking these buttons on a walk to? I just thought it was so messy. So much going on. I yeah. didn't understand the outfit at all. Yeah. All this made no, me think nothing of. Nothing of it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Because all, all this made me think of is like, oh, remember that one time when Chantal made a really nice anorak jacket? And Mm. I, I am like, I think it's, I just think the buttons are really strange and the, the, and I think it's because it gives me more of like a sporty utilitarian look. Um, The top kind of, or the top jacket kind of lent to that. Um, Mm. But I think underneath with having that really taupe high, low uh, sweater, or sleeveless sweater or whatever it's called, really yeah. added to bringing it down in a way, and I I just couldn't I I really didn't like the colors of this. Print. Same,
1: same here. Yeah, I thought it was like
0: oh. All right, ready for cor- coral. Yes. All right, coral is next, and um, I love these pants, um, and it's just sort of unfortunate though that so many people did those pants (laughs) on this runway or kind of like focused on that and she's back to doing macrame in black which is upsetting um Mm -hmm. and uh it's it it just was i thought fine and also appropriate like i kind of feel like she was like oh i know this isn't this doesn't meet the challenge but I'm so confused by this challenge. I thought it met the challenge. I'm like, you know, if I'm, mm. if I'm getting up from my couch and I just happen to have some shiny pajama pants, then yeah. I'll throw on this top that drapes over my body. And, um and also, you know, is a little uh, high, low and has some, uh, some details on it. I, and I think this is totally fine. What'd you think?
1: i thought this was like oh i mean everybody did a jogger right and i Mm -hmm. feel like yes we've seen again the jogger athleisure boring yes it resurfaced in during the pandemic in expensive fabrics Um, i thought this was okay Mm -hmm. it was okay
0: Yep. same
1: i didn't really like the top from the back it looked complicated, and this is what I thought a lot of the designers went wrong with this challenge: mm-hmm. is they made very complicated things okay. for a challenge that was supposed to be throw it on, and go and feel like a thousand bucks or something. Yes,
0: yeah. Um, do you feel that way about the next designer? And the next des- designer is Aaron. Yes, I do. Okay, same. I do too. I did not like this outfit (laughs) at all. Um, I saw these huge pants come out and, in a very, very high to low shirt. And this is a shirt that I couldn't wear. I have a larger bust. I would not wear this shirt because it's just unwearable for me. I I don't want to show underneath and also whatever i it's just i can wear the shirt and i was like okay this could be comfortable but i feel excluded from it. it's fine but then the yeah. extra layers and as you we were talking about coral's outfit from behind i thought aaron's outfit from behind was also a mess yeah so
1: i thought it was the proportions were off in every way i agree with you mm-hmm. like i'm a small breasted person and i would not wear that mm. because it's not practical if you have to like getting something out of a shelf, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, okay, there's no point in having a shirt at all. Right. Um, But also every proportion was just so out of control. Like the pants, I think it's like a palazzo pant, but it's like so wide. It just looks like a clown pant. You know, it doesn't look like, there's nothing refined about any of it.
0: Yeah. There's, there's just too much fabric. And then yeah. from behind, um, you know, the top sweater duster thing has this finish that's in, um, that's a triangle. It's like a triangle pointy finish in the back. And I think that yeah. adds to the proportion being off and for it looking so busy because there's so many shapes happening in a way that just, I you know, I get it's supposed to be like effortless, bohemian maybe. And this person has all these different clothes and and aren't thinking about that but i'm like but you as a designer can think about it
1: yeah, yeah. And this is the kind of clothing where like exactly it's so busy in the back and if you think about it if you wear like a cross body bag or a seat belt mm-hmm. you, you can't just you have to think now
2: yeah
1: right and even as you're putting these things on it's like you're going to be very aware of like, oh, there's like a, a strap back there. Oh, there's another strap on top of a strap. Like that's the opposite of what this challenge was supposed to exactly.
0: be. Exactly. All right. Let's go on to our next designer. And that is Octavio with Mimi, um, oh, who yeah. I think is the only person who really could have walked this outfit with all of the theatrics that go into it. I know. Um, What I love is that, so on the, oh my gosh, I had a really hard time with this on a cheat sheet (laughs) because I was trying to show the sweatshirt. Um, Mimi, for a lot of it, raises up the sweatshirt to show the lingerie underneath. And um, I, you know, it was just a choice. I chose not to put that on there because I thought the sweatshirt was the main point of this outfit. Yeah. Um, uh, And there also, there is a moment where Mimi juts out her hands or her arms and because the sleeves are really really long to add on to this kind of bunched up aesthetic that actually to me made the outfit less wearable because just to kind of imagine what it would feel like to have that around your arms it's a lot of bulk um a lot of unnecessary bulk for that length in my opinion but i i but i you know I have to separate myself whenever Mimi is modeling clothes where I'm just like oh my god I love this outfit but it's Mimi right, it's not
1: right. The outfit. I know <laughs> so... I know yeah it's like <sighs> exactly I thought it was such a mess it was like a bright <laughs> sweatshirt with pink fuzzy sh- heels with undergarments being exposed yeah. like um there was a lot going on that again was the opposite of the challenge what was easy about this
0: yeah what was
1: comfort about this
0: yeah um you know if you want to you know if if the the brief is from couch to party party okay yeah couch to party maybe (laughs) someone out there is lounging in um lingerie like that um I, I think Anna did it more successfully, but for instance, like, oh, okay, I'll I'm sure I'm wearing Garter belt watching Netflix or something, you know, catching up on my Marvel. I I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, and if that's your job and that's your regular uniform, then it's not special.
0: Exactly. I mean, it's just right. Like, yeah I don't know. All right. next we have Prage and this print outfit your thoughts patricia um on praje Mm -hmm. i
1: was disappointed i was like okay so the styling was pretty good Mm -hmm. in that i thought the shoes actually went really well with pandemic trends pandemic ideas etc Mm -hmm. but i thought the fabric that vest on top thing the cot like there was so much going on that I didn't understand I know I you know Um, yeah go
0: ahead sorry
1: nothing it didn't seem straight to me it didn't seem I couldn't place
0: it yeah it seemed in a weird way it felt like very pre-pandemic like it's Hmm. in a strange way and I and I feel strange saying that but I think that's how quickly clothes have changed how quickly we have changed I I agree with you. Yeah. This looked like what we were wearing in 2019 before the world shut down. Um, And it has nothing to do with comfort. Like, it's still comfortable. It's still something I I can imagine people wearing right now. But it's referencing a time that was cut off by what is at the crux of this challenge. And so I'm like, oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. We're past that. All right. Next, you want to talk about Zayden?
1: sure what do you think yeah i'll start um i thought zayden was also unfortunate i thought it was very Mm ill-fitting here's somebody with as actually i'll just get ahead a little bit um i hope it's okay yeah yeah totally fine Someone, someone who um one of the judges describes as having a banging body
0: Mm -hmm. remember that oh yeah that's elaine elaine Walteroff. elaine that's
1: right and i agree i agree here's like somebody with like gorgeous figure mm-hmm. and nothing seems to fit well and I thought oh gosh you set the bar way too high again Zayden not that it shouldn't be high but in, given the time constraints too much to do in a short amount of time
0: yeah and what uh, do you think I mean I I agree she looks so uncomfortable in this um I, there's something about this model who I think has Um, I, I I clocked her because, like, her body is so shapely. And, um, everyone, and, and also just sort of like how she walks, she rocks front heavy. And I noticed that Mm -hmm. I think when Chastity, um, designed, um, when, when she was Chastity's model and there was something very front about Chastity's design. I'm just like, ah, man. But it doesn't balance out her shape. And, um, and for this, I, I was just like, can we just have something comfortable, you know, like comfy? Like this isn't, how can you make, how can you bring what, what you would make joggers out of or sweatshirt material and fit it so uncomfortably? There are darts, um, it's it, you know, there are darts in the front around the bust line and I get it to kind of shape it um, because, you know, it's just got a larger bust. But then also this high neck, like what's up with this turtleneck? Oh my God it just looks so enclosed yeah. and yet almost kind of the way that I'm wondering about how these designers have approached this model in particular um, because she's hmm. plus sized. where it's like, we don't want to add any fabric on her. Even when she was Octavio's model, that one um, episode where he kind of like just draped fabric around her and it just was shapeless mm-hmm. and ridiculous. Um, but this it's almost like um, I would love to like, seen like actual joggers or something that um, yeah. is akin to the really nice bomber that everyone seemed to really like. But I I kind of thought this bomber jacket was very childish looking um, because yeah. of the lining. It reminded me of like in between like a ski jacket or what you would think a ski jacket was. Um, mm-hmm. But there was something about the gray next to this really busy print on the inside that felt childish to me. And also it's cropped. It's a cropped jacket. Nothing yeah. seems... Comfortable, but they're all right. materials that are very soft and nice to look at. But unfortunately, Zayden oh, yeah. has like crafted it to kind of be really uncomfortable. That's yeah, that's the only way I can really put it. Yeah, so
1: I totally agree. And I don't think a crop jacket was flattering. A, a crop jacket can be flattering to a lot of body types, right? But here, not really, Mm-mm. like it needed to be shorter.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, especially with that high neck. Like this was that was a really high yeah. turtleneck on that. Oh, and that God. little
1: purse? I was like, "Why is she carrying that around? Like wh- where's the purse going?" Yeah. <laughs> like, where's that purse
0: going? Um, <laughs> kind of like fast-forwarding to the judging, like spoiler alert. This was on the bottom, but um someone asked like, "Oh, can you undo those ties because Elaine was like, "Man, what's up with those ties? Everyone is tying the cuffs" Um, coral did it and I think we've seen it in a couple of challenges already
1: yeah and so which is like which is like another thing that Anasui has been doing since the 80s yeah pants yes right for like commercial for like you know ready to wear or whatever so it's like what has the pandemic brought out that you know can make a like that gathered hem at the bottom be interesting or different
0: yeah nothing it doesn't even when they like let it out it doesn't look any different as like a wider leg pant no absolutely not all right it's like an empty embellishment yeah okay next we have bones do you want to go with bones um oh oh my god did i miss someone oh shoot
1: yeah i think Uh, bones is next
0: yeah bones is next yeah um again what did you think i love about this, Bone? Model. <laughs> this i love this model and i love how this model made this look like i feel like this model is such a great actress on the runway um <laughs> because of the way bones styled um uh i don't even know i don't know her name with um rollers and on the way out christian was like so you're gonna keep those rollers in right and he's like yes She's like i knew it <laughs> <laughs> but i love the tackiness of it and i love the you know kind of a nod to someone who could be in a movie it's very bones i do not like i'm not drawn towards this but i think the judges really love this kind of aesthetic from bones in particular and mm-hmm. i think the top um you know went well i was really worried um that bones would be on the bottom um because in being called out for the shoes I thought the pairing it with these, like, I think they're like lavender heels. um, Yeah. Was a little bit off, but um, for the most part, this is what they like to see from Bones. So I was like, all right, great. That's what I think. I totally
1: agree. I mean, the top was interesting that like side twisty, like I thought that was kind of nice.
0: Yeah. I think, cause I feel like, I feel like Bones has done that, um, sloppily in the back in in the past in the past but it was done yeah. very neatly like that spones this thing and it, i think was finished really well for this, this episode
1: yeah but once again why couldn't that have a solid back why did it need to have ties in the back hmm. like because the op like needing somebody to tie your 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 shirt on is the opposite of ease oh man is the opposite of throw on and go yep Good I feel point. like so many designers, even ones that I liked, the, the stuff of, it, again, it's too complicated for the challenge. Yeah. But from the front, perfect, perfect look. But in terms of like, how do you put it on? How do you take it off? You need a team of 12 to get in and out of your garment, you know? <laughs> um, opposite, opposite of what was
0: required. Opposite, opposite, opposite. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I forget what that reference is from. I think it's from like the office or something. opposite. opposite. You know what?
1: I, I i wasn't quoting i was just saying i've Oops. never seen the office i mean I i've seen the the ads and stuff but i've actually never seen the whole or uh, any episode oh no i just <laughs> so remembered not... it's
0: it's it's 30 rock it's a 30 rock reference to uh um dr spaceman <laughs> oh, <laughs> if anyone okay. can't caught that or it's like opposite
1: uh, anyway whatever Another show I haven't seen, but I'm glad <laughs> glad to reference it if it makes you happy.
0: <laughs> I mean Dr. Spaceman, It's Dr. Spaceman or Dr. Spacheman, depending on anyway. Um okay. okay. So in thinking about the backs, what did you think about the next look? This is Anna, who was is like, I make a lot of lingerie and I wear a lot of lingerie and I like the way um this displays the body. So Anna used the shit out of this silver fabric. (laughs) Yeah. Finished it, in my opinion, very beautifully. Um, Yeah. And it looked just like lingerie. So I was afraid that she would be in the bottom for it looking like a nightgown or so close to a nightgown. But I kind of couldn't fault it because it's still, uh, you know, opaque enough where I can believe that someone would wear this outside. Um, But also kind of on the edge of where I'm like, like did you you just came from home and i feel like that met the brief
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah but what would you think
1: you know i thought this was okay mm-hmm. i i really like stuff that anna has made before this i was like eh this one was actually it really met the, the, the scope of the challenge in terms of like easy to throw on easy to throw off drama when you walk right but it was just really boring
0: yeah <laughs> sorry sorry no, i no i i i totally agree with Spoiler alert! This is safe. I totally agree with this being safe. Um, and I, I, but I thought it was just like, huh? I kind of like what my brain is doing, where I'm like, oh my god, is she going to bed or is she going out? So, yeah, yeah. All right. Next, we have Christina with, uh, you know, the quilt, of coffee mug, and uh, the head wrap, and all of the blue fabric that I wouldn't choose for mood and. <laughs> it goes from so so on the cheat sheet there is a front look but the model takes off the top a little bit so there's just a bandeau off the shoulder or I say an asymmetrical strapped bandeau underneath and the top kind of folds down into um like one kind of outfit with like with pants in a way Mm. um I, I, I loved this. I do not like this fabric. I will never Mm -hmm. like this fabric. I think there's too much going on in a styling, but somehow it, it really worked and I don't understand why. (laughs)
1: Well, I was surprised they liked it so much because it was so matchy matchy. I
0: know. Right.
1: It was so matchy matchy and yeah. So I sort of like, I thought the idea was okay, but it was just so over. It was so it seemed really messy, like the bandana.
0: Hmm. Oh, yeah.
1: Have bandana. bandana. I mean, this wasn't like pandemic in Miami, right? Mm -hmm. It was sort of like, and even if so, I feel like, well, Bones had some head accessory that made sense for pandemic time. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that this does. Yes. Oh, it just seemed like earrings, bandeau top, bandana, this crisscross dress, the different colored pant. And by the way, this is also super trendy. Like in the past Mm -hmm. year and a half or so, I've seen, I forget which designer kind of popularized this, but you look at a coat and it's like, if you look at the front of a jacket, the right side of the jacket and the left side of the jacket are of different materials and they're actually recycled. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. It's a, I forget who did this. Oh, tip of my tongue. But um, this was done as a way to recycle jackets, right? Oh. So here it's like using that aesthetic, but uh, I don't know. It just doesn't seem all that coherent to me. Yeah. Despite being matchy-matchy.
0: Yeah. Um, she's definitely saved by the prince. Um but the first time everyone anyone has mixed prints together that I think work that are made up by prints that I don't like. Um, mm. All right, so <laughs> um, that's the end of the runway. So shall we go to um, some of what the judges said? <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, yeah. okay. did you have any feelings about the? Hold on, just one more thing, on yeah. Christina. Any uh-huh. feelings about the um, the quilted cup, the coffee cup?
0: Okay. So I think it's, I think Christina has a very quirky sense of humor and, um, and I, and I thought it was okay. Um, I don't know. Like I, I kind of thought, sure, but I don't know. I, I didn't really think about it. I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad she did it, but it also um, was sort of like the paper bag where it's funny. Yeah. I I just think they're very hilarious add-ons that she's doing and very thoughtful. Yeah. So, yeah. What'd you think? I
1: I kind of thought, you know what? Had you been paying more attention to the shoes, this outfit could have been different because I really didn't like those heels with it.
0: Ooh, huh. And less attention on the cup, you mean? (laughs) Yeah. More attention on the shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know it's the shoes. Like, so what would you put in there? Honestly,
1: some kind of like easy slip-on thing, or or a trainer.
0: Oh, a trainer! See, I'm going you back know. to sandals. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or yeah, it could be a slip-on sandal, but just something easy to, to hop on. Yeah, not something that you have to like sit down to tie to put on. Yeah,
0: yep, I agree. More, I agree. more work. <laughs>
1: like...
0: Um. Yeah. Well. Okay, so um, that's the runway. And Nina, at the very end, is just like, so uh, there were a variety of outfits and we had a variety of opinions. And so uh, it's a fight. These are my favorite. I'm snapping. These are my favorite um, runways because um, I feel like we're going to get actual disagreements. And I love it when the de- <laughs> when the judges disagree with each other. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, we do have... Um, they announce our safe designers, and our safe designers, I'm just, like, relieved. Um, Bones, Chantal, and... Oh, gosh. Who's the other one? Is it Anna? And Anna, yes. Oh, my gosh. I can't yeah. believe I... Um, it's okay. I missed that one. Yeah. Bones, Chantal, and and Anna. And so um, the first designer they bring out um is one of their top designs and that is chastity. So, Didi comes out. Um anything new that they said during this back and forth or is anything that you agreed with or did not agree with?
1: I really did not agree with what Nina said about uh chastity and I'm not sure if Nina says it here or later, but Nina said this look wouldn't this look wouldn't look good on everybody.
0: That okay. Me and too. Yes
1: i kind of in my head i press the red button that goes "Eh." Mm -hmm. wrong wrong nina wrong wrong, nina sorry love you but no um because this is actually okay so i'm not somebody who wears crop tops i like whatever for many reasons but um i've 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 been slowly understanding that if you have a high-waisted pant and you wear a crop top it's not so bad you know Mm -hmm um but also that has been something that with this new 90s dressing or this revival of 90s dressing Mm -hmm. over the past couple of years that that has been something that people have been trying to figure out how to wear and how to wear in an updated way and even outside i haven't i don't really read like a lot of fashion anymore but like Mm -hmm. the few things that i've like glanced at quickly without even like focusing on this like have communicated that a, a, a crop top, if you have a high-waisted pant and, and a crop top that actually sits a little bit higher than the waist is actually more flattering or more people because it doesn't focus on the lower part of the belly yes. where everybody, most people have problems with, including mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go up, <laughs> if you keep going up on the torso you know not you know breast level but like mm-hmm. you know somewhat below above the belly button it actually looks more flattering on more people so uh, i'm like wait nina that has gone against like what everybody has been printing for I the know. Couple
0: like, have couple of you years not been noticing it? yeah
1: and also it's true like look at it i feel like ed- anybody could wear that outfit all you need to get right okay Here's what I, why I love these pants. Mm-hmm. All you need to get right is the circumference of a torso. Yes. Because yes. any kind of hip will look good on that, you know, like thin, twink, hips will look be hidden by that fabric. Mm-hmm. People with actual hips will be flattering, like it will be flattered by the fabric, right? So it works. Yeah. All you have to get right is one thing. Just Exactly. That's all the size you need. You don't have to worry about like Thigh size, ankle size, hip size, like it, um, waist size. It's just like so easy. I know.
0: <laughs> I mean, oh. and there's a response to that. I'm going to save it until like we get to an, the, the, another designer. But um, yes, yes, yes. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Cosign. So I was like, Nina, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You're with Elle magazine. <laughs> All right. So the next designer is got one of their lowest scores of the night and that is oh, right. that's daddy Octav- it's Octavio Octavio Octavia, yeah yeah so you know I
1: really really appreciated what Brandon said about all this
0: and um, can you can you say what he um, yeah well Brandon said something like oh my god I
1: had such high hopes I was expecting the model to pull the straps of the hoodie and something would, would unravel mm-hmm. but all I got was these like really long sleeves that look like a slinky. Mhm. Yeah. And I thought yeah, Brandon, I totally agree with everything.
0: Yeah. And I yeah, the shoes um didn't really help at all, but it's sort of kind of oh. like I really want I wonder if Octavio heard that where it's like this isn't this wasn't enough and I think, you know, there's like oh, but this is a runway moment and um I at least there's some something but i kind of agree because then if it isn't showing any further function then it really just feels like a trick yeah so, yeah. yeah and octavio you nina know, is like so do you really really stand by this He's like yeah yeah you know i'm i'm not here but also i feel like this is where Octavio says something where it's like i've made these things before everything that you've seen I've made before, yeah. and I'm not doing anything new. Like I've done this before; it works, it sells, and I was just like, "Yeah, ah, I yeah, sell this." Gosh, yeah. oh, I mean, don't say that. I, mm-hmm. you know, and so, but Nina was just like, "But this is a design competition, and that's where yeah. I see you falling short in this." So it's like, bleh. "Yeah, yeah." Um, and the next designer had one of their lowest scores, and that is Prajay. So Plage right, right. model comes out, and they're so disappointed. And I kind of thought about this because you're like, "Oh, your spirit as an artist, your spirit for color, your, um, uh, you know, it, this just kind of felt like, who is this? Like, we lost it. There's no spirit here." Yeah. Um, and I think the only person who really liked this outfit was Elaine. <laughs> Everyone's just like, i not."
1: I'm not sure why. I mean, again, the the shoe was good.
0: The styling was okay, but. Yeah. Because I kind of feel like the only reason, you know, and there's nothing like bad about this outfit, and I've already said it. It's just like it was, it's like a bygone era. It's 2021. Mm, This is very 2019. (laughs) And that's it. Oh, I feel like this is 2001. Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry, pressure.
1: we love you though we really do yeah
0: but well, at yeah. least elaine was really into it so maybe that like that's why i thought it's like okay maybe you're saved by that all right and the next got one of their highest scores it's one of their famous looks in what it's Aaron. what I know. <laughs> that that was an annoying shot. talk about unwearable i was like holy are you gonna you're gonna chastise chastity for making an outfit mm-hmm. that not everyone can wear. But at least I can yeah. wear a bra with that. With this, like, not a lot of people can wear this. Uh, you know? Um, anyway.
1: Look, it, it was well executed. Right? Like, sure. the way that it was sewn. And this is all cashmere. That's not easy to sew. I thought I thought they could have spent a lot more time talking about the construction. Um, yes. But, but as far as, like, how it looks, how it wears, I, I, I really didn't understand this shirt this high low shirt with a v
0: in the back well what do you feel about elaine agreeing with us (laughs) on this one (laughs) uh because i agree with elaine where i was like i i you know this is well she well she said it was a little frumpy and i liked her use of she said i thought this was over indexed on the comfy and i not chic yes and so if i clock what she meant by over indexed it was almost like every single thing was uh, like slouchy and loose and so then it yeah. was sort of overbalanced towards the comfortable and not balanced enough on the chic side right yeah okay
1: yeah and i th- i mean i thought those hems were out of control they were like sweeping the floor
0: oh my god yeah
1: you know and then there's a moment where they're like oh my gosh it's so frumpy about the top oh yeah and like take off like, oh there there's a bralette under there. oh, now it's fashion. What I don't think fuck? so. No
0: absolutely Sorry, yeah. no that's not absolutely. fashion.
1: like who can who can wear that?
0: I mean, it's essentially I mean, like yeah, it's a bralette I,
1: but what? but one that like very few people can actually wear. yeah
0: I can't wear come on
1: like models, models can wear that. I mean not even all models
0: can no. Wear that. no, not at all. So I don't know. Anyway, so I, all right. Um, and next, um, I think the next designer we have, is it Christina? Uh,
1: Coral, after Aaron,
0: I have Coral. Oh, I think I, oh, did I skip? Okay, yes, Coral, Coral's next. And unfortunately this got one of the low scores. Um, and yeah. I think everyone else thought like, you know, this is fine. But it also confused the judges where, again, where is she going? Uh, Why is she wearing sequins? And then, of course, it's like, oh, you know, is like, because, you know, is she on the couch wearing this? Because if that were me, Mm. the pizza sauce is going to get stuck (laughs) right in the middle of it. And I was like, is it really that literal? (laughs) I know. know. Why are we being so literal with Coral?
1: Yeah. Um, And you know what? Does that explain what Brandon wears on the show? There's a lot of pizza backstage. <laughs> I I would that's say that's very way.
0: true. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon dresses for being really comfortable and efficient. All black, always, all the time, all black. Um. Yeah, and I think Coral tried to save it a little bit with thinking like, "Oh, okay, so actually, I was debating about the cuff, whether or not to have some mesh showing or not have some mesh showing." And it's just like, no, that wouldn't change it. It's just that she looks like she's going to a club, although we didn't tell you that that wasn't okay, because that's where your person's going. We didn't specify where they could not go, and so yeah. But you know, you just happen to hit on accord that in their heads are like well yeah you're not gonna go from the couch to the club (laughs) Uh, right even though coral i think coral's customer would so
1: yeah i mean it depends what you're doing at the club if you're just meeting friends Mm -hmm. why not like not every club is like you know a, 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 a new year's eve experience exactly
0: right yeah oh yeah zayden next is zayden and, uh, I don't know. I, this broke my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sad today. And this, this broke my heart too, uh, because it is so not great and it is so constricted and also at the same time, thoughtfully made, you know, cause I feel like Zayden was making this very thoughtfully and with care But, um, and thinking of like, this is, this is the type of person that I would, or I'm familiar with seeing, um, people dress like this and I wanted to do something. So if like, I don't know if the around the way girl was thrown out, but Mm. whenever I see outfits like this, I always, I always think about the song, like, um, we, around the way, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of like someone who's in the neighborhood who is local close by and familiar and you have like warm feelings about in some kind of way. Um, Yeah. What do you think about this? <laughs> well, I'm not surprised it's
1: on the bottom.
0: Yeah, me too. I
1: think Elaine made some smart comments, like the way it's puckered on the chest, it's very distracting, it doesn't fit, these ankle straps, like all the things that, um, you know, and even Nina asking Zayden to unfasten the pants, that hem was still kind of problematic.
0: Yeah. Yep. you
1: know it's just not wasn't that interesting
0: yeah it just sort of looked like with the you know it was very similar to what Coral did and you know not quite harem not quite hemmed not quite finished and it's felt more like a rush to do something yeah. interesting on the bottom of the pant rather than a part of the design um, so yeah all right next we have Christina. Yes.
1: Which received a high score. One of the highest scores. One of the highest the scores. Point. Yeah. And, but there's also disagreement. Some people love it. Some people hate it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um,
1: right?
0: Yeah. And I kind of, I i really um, am sort of surprised at, I mean, you know, uh, okay, something happens during the runway where essentially there's more to this outfit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Elaine really loves this and, and calls Christina an intelligent designer because not only did it transform on the runway from a top to sort of like um, a draped um, over uh, a draped dress on top of pants, but she lengthened out the front because it was kind of like drawstringed and mm. it became a, its own dress. The model stepped out of the pants and became something else. And um Brandon was just like, yeah, this sort of borderline on costume for me. Um, Christina, and it's almost like Brandon was so sorry to everyone else that he didn't like it. It's like, I'm just letting you know it didn't do for me today. It wasn't my thing. It looked like a costume.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything left to say about the runway? Um,
1: No, I'm looking at my notes. No, not really. That was it for me.
0: I think that's it. Um, so, the, you know, the judges deliberate and people are thinking through things um, in the back. This was a really tough deliberation or tough critique because it wasn't quite clear, but also there were four designers on the bottom. And right. three on the top. And they've been doing that lately where they've been asking seven designers to stay on stage instead of six. And and I think that's a part of the shock factor of not knowing who is on the top and who's on the bottom. So there's something yeah. about the unevenness that I think is factoring into this new thing that they're doing. Like, let's reveal. Um, but again, so it, it kind of um, threatens more of the designers and... Uh, I think you know, especially for this one, because there were so um, many opinions in one way or another. This is really rough. Um, all right, so let's go back out there and uh, Patricia. Yes. Do you want to ask me who won this episode? <laughs> yes. Ernest, Ernest, please tell us who is the winner of this episode. Um. Uh. My my bracket member. Christina. Oh. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh Christina, um uh won this. I'm surprised. I'm shocked because I thought Chastity mm. was going to win it. I think Chastity deserved to win it, but I'll take it.
1: Me too. <laughs> Me too. I thought I thought it was Chastity's challenge and I was really
0: disappointed that that didn't happen because same. I thought it was very well deserved. Same. Same, same, same. I you wonder know, if it's Nina like... Garcia swinging people. Probably, man. Um, but no immunity. Um, but uh, so they dismiss Christina along with chastity. Um, this episode our, our personal MVP for this episode and Aaron. Um, then um, they dismiss um, coral and Proje, and both of them like right. devolve into tears. And are just so grateful. It's just so emotional. So it's Octavio and Zayden left. And uh, Patricia, who goes home?
1: Well, this week, we say goodbye to two designers. That's right. Not one, but two. Octavio and Zayden. Yep. Um, And Octavio is... You know presents a strong demeanor. Mm-hmm. Zayden is heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, I don't know, I, I was like, Oh my gosh, we, we knew that Zayden had a lot going on this, mm-hmm. and that's the hard thing about watching these shows. Like, it's not a good show to watch somebody's like dream be taken away, you know? Yeah, um, but that's the risk we take as a watcher, you know, and as a participant yeah um yeah did I think it was deserved well I definitely think it was time for Octavio to go
2: Hmm.
1: I'm not sure if Zayden needed like I I don't think they needed to send two people home just yet right maybe the next challenge (sighs) yeah they could have done that
0: yeah I mean I oh my god I was I cried (laughs) (laughs) at this because it was genuinely shocking to me because I know that there was a back and forth between these two designers. I um, was afraid that they would let Zayden go but I also thought that perhaps there would be no elimination and they would set it up for the next episode Mm -hmm. to have to make that a, a double elimination like okay we were, were nice here but we are going to guarantee a double elimination because we all, you know had faith in these two designers or couldn't choose or or couldn't come to a conclusion oh my god yeah this is hard um um yeah uh, and i and i will say that i think yeah i think it's so interesting that um that you think octavio's time was up because i i agree I agree with that. Well, we, we,
1: we haven't really seen any like moving of uh, the gauge mm-hmm. in terms of adapting to challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, and hasn't really been very open to receiving feedback actually, surprisingly. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think Octavio has been frustratingly stubborn throughout this whole process. Yes. Um, that is a great observation yep um and zayden though has received it with a lot of angst i think the angst that comes with feedback and critique Mm. um i was extremely disappointed to hear that octavio uh, came onto the show with the goal of showing things that he's already made or things that are already in um their collection and things that mm. you can see on Instagram. I don't follow Octavio like that, so I would never know. But yeah, same. That was the point, And I thought, oh my God. I I you know, I feel like you could have shown the best of you, but at the same time yeah. pushed yourself to do something that I think would have um maybe been a little bit riskier, but I thought that's the that's the least riskiest and yeah. um the the most mind-boggling way in my opinion to come on the show in a way where to kind of just use it as like as a marketing opportunity um and i get that it's smart and it's savvy but at the same time to kind of go off with zayden who i think was coming at it from a more interesting interesting perspective is incredibly sad to me
1: yeah and from from a growth perspective as opposed to just the promotion perspective and you know i i want to stress that look i I'm, i'm terrible at promoting myself um but I'm not against it. I think it's something we have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or rather, I think I'm great at promoting myself when I feel like the time is right. I'm mm-hmm. not good at like the constant promoting machine around myself. And so like, I think promotion is important, but not just, not just, especially for a television show, we have to be engaged in a growth. That's what we watch. We're invested in the growth mm-hmm. of how these d- designers move through the challenges so i thought it was like oh like when i heard that i was sort of like okay
0: yeah don't like it
1: it was disappointing
0: yep well um yeah well that's that's the end and it's really sad we've lost someone from all of our brackets um (laughs) this is your first loss and oh my gosh okay yeah and we've lost uh zayden um, that's yours from, right from nayland's bracket oh nayland okay yeah, i really wanted zayden but nayland chose zayden before i could could choose him in and have, round. have you have you lost anybody i have i have lost someone oh, okay. um so yeah mm-hmm. so um we've um and i think I, w- I was i the first person to lose something from, lose someone I, don't from my- oh, I don't know i don't know i don't pay attention to these things I think I... Sorry. I think I was. Yeah, no. I, I who think I actually... did you lose? I, I lost Sabrina very early. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Okay. Sabrina. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, so you have loved Anna and chastity, And then I still have Christina and Bones. And then Naylan has uh, Praje because Naylan lost Kenneth. And oh, now right. Zayden's out. So... So still strong people. I feel like Proje is like strong. So super strong. Um, all right. So uh, Patricia, uh, can you, before we go, do you have anything mm-hmm. to share with our wonderful listeners and can you remind them how to find you?
1: Yeah. Uh, I can be found uh, on Twitter and on Instagram Um, with the same username that's uh, sense and sight like common sense and optical sight s-e-n-s-e and the s-i-g-h-t I'm I haven't responded yet but I have been reading all the commotion on the Instagram and I'm going to comment soon Um, I also I love that I love commenting on that account Um, (laughs) the only thing I have to share is that I'm still the show that I'm in I'm on this online show right now um, I think this is the last week that it's available. It's a free online show. You can just go see it, um, and it's at New Art Gallery, NewArtGallery.org. And the show is called Edition 365. It is organized by the British Journal of Photography in 1854, and it's a really interesting group of artist takes on actually the last year of like photos we all took in the last year, so through the pandemic. Yeah. And I have a cute little photo of queens although nobody would ever guess that but it is taken kind of here um, where I live and there's a lot of like interesting artists some well-known names and other you know just other artists so that's all I can share now great and what about you where 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 can we find more of you in the
0: interwebs yeah so of course on all of our social mediums and you can find me at arnez h e r n e a s e wherever or on my website Davis.com. and um, oh, for, a, for a long for the first time in a long time i don't have any shows to announce oh that's good <laughs> so, you can rest i know i'm taking a break um <sighs> so but yeah and it's also it's been really fun to talk to y'all about the show um we ha- we have some wonderful new listeners and some new um, patrons on Patreons. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. It's so fun to have you there. Um, and again, we're, we're gearing up to do some bonuses now that our semesters, our busy semesters are coming to an end. So we really appreciate your patience. Y'all are amazing.
1: Well, my busy semester is just starting because remember, I keep in January and beyond. Whoops. <laughs> I don't... Whoops, <laughs> I
0: don't- <laughs> so we'll have to like do something in this like very brief window. We're going to pack some stuff in. Um, Yeah, yeah all right oh but patricia
1: and and, before we say goodbye thank you patreon supporters thank you thank you thank you thank you please spread the word
0: yes um yes And, and thank you patricia um uh it's so wonderful to be able to like Talk about bell hooks with you up top and then Aww. get into the show. Um, I really well, appreciate you as a friend. Oh, oh like
1: thank it. you. Likewise, my dear. Likewise. So much. And you know that. You know Yeah. That.
0: You know. <laughs> um, all right. So listeners, please take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye.